¿Qué de... Hey, JB. Yeah, babe. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. You're going to love hearing this, too. Are more breaking news? Yeah, more breaking news. You ready? You got into Scientology? I'm totally into Scientology now. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's no, not even the news you're breaking i'm not so there's breaking news i didn't even know was coming i yeah, basically just called right. you out on it yeah <laughs> no get um, on the cans and do this some is, auditing. this is even bigger than scientology <laughs> i find that hard to believe you're probably right okay batman sucks mm. so batman is the dumbest fucking character mm. ever invented i don't get the draw yeah and i understand you're a bit of a batman fan yeah and i so it's weird, it's weird because you, so it's weird being, a, so I collect, and not as hardcore as some people do, like I, I, my Batman collection is is a drop in the bucket compared to what a lot of people have. It's pretty measly. It, no, it is. It, no, not, and I'll, jo- I'll it's joking. It's embarrassingly bad. Well, <laughs> so, but here's the thing about collecting stuff is, and I've talked about this before with, with friends. And it's, and I'm not, I'm not busting balls on people who, who do it, but it's hard when you, when everyone knows that you collect something because yeah. they buy you anything yeah. that has that on it. Right. right. So, and just, yeah. And I think, I think, I don't, I don't think I've talked about this on the, on a show before, but just, just quick examples. Like if, you know, so if, if you know, for like your birthday or for Christmas, Christmas, especially like extended family, they know that you are into Batman stuff and they don't know the first thing about Batman stuff. Right. They don't know. Right. They hardly know who Batman is. Hey, right? look, Batman paper plates. Correct. So that's, and that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, you do. You get like the $3 the kids sunglasses from Target with the Bat logo on the front. And you're like, what am I going to just, be? And, and, yeah. I, and again, I don't, and people are trying to be nice. Like they have good yeah. intentions. They're trying yeah. to help. They think that they're adding to your collection that you're going to appreciate it. Right. And you appreciate it as a gift. Like, oh, that's nice of you to think of me. Mm. But in, the, in reality, the $3 sunglasses made in China that they made 4 trillion of they don't add any value whatsoever. Like that's not right. worth me holding on to and taking a space for. Right. So I actually audited or not. I, I audited <laughs> my collection. Wasn't big enough to do an audit, but I went through my collection a couple years ago and I got rid of all that kind of stuff just because yeah. I'm not going to move. Every time I would go into my, I would look at my stuff or I would pack it up to put it in storage. I'm packing up, pe- you know, plastic cups and fucking, why do you pack it up and put it into storage? Well, so if I you ha- love Batman so much and you got this collection, why not display it? Well, I was I've got a Lakers shrine in my living room. Oh, I know. I've seen it. <coughs> and I was displaying it, um, but the room that I was displaying... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> You're a gastrological a little, nightmare. A little bit of beer going on. So, um, And hey, not to sidetrack too quickly, yes. but you remember me 20 years ago? Yeah. I was Hardly. a much more obnoxious belcher no. then than I am now. Shockingly, you were much more of a prick 20 years ago. You've actually softened, I would say, over the I years. I really have. Which and is my, incredible. So have my belches. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, you think he's obnoxious now. Yeah. Yeah. I was you friends think? with him back when he wasn't right. that nice of a person. If I'm intolerable, na- intolerable? Intolerable? Intolerable. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. Whatever. Batman uh, sucks. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so side sidetrack the collection piece. So, yeah. yeah, you have to go, you have to do that. Otherwise, you're just going to have a buildup of Batman pencils and, and notepads. And because Batman is so heavily licensed, you can get anything with a Bat logo on it nowadays. It's mm. not the kind of, it's not like collecting serial killer artifacts. Could you get Batman right? condoms? I'm sure. I guarantee there's somebody out there that's made them. Oh. I, I don't know, but I'm guessing. Oh. I've never gotten them as a gift. Oh, would um, you like me to find some and give you some Batman condoms? No. No, no, I, I would, I do it well. Even actually, if it's yeah, got the, even actually, if it's got the, the, what, the cowl. Yeah. And it's got that on the tip for her pleasure. I don't think they'd be pleasurable something? at all. They're two little <laughs> spiky <not>. things. <laughs> I feel like that's not going to be that pleasurable. Would, they would serve as your reservoir. Yeah. Reservoir uh, tip. They'd Dual have, reservoir tip. I think, uh, but yeah, if you ever do come across them. belted for her pleasure. You could buy them for me because that, they I've could be never like seen. Batman three. They could have nipples on the Batman. Little nipples. Oh, that was little, so bad. Little nipples on the condom. Remember the purple and gray? Oh, so yeah. bad. Robin's outfit in that. Yeah. 
So anyway, so the reason we're talking about the Batman stuff, so that anyway, from a collection standpoint, folks, it, 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 if you have friends that collect like Star Wars or Batman or Mickey Mouse or something that's heavily licensed, they appreciate the gesture, but they don't really actually want the pack of paper cups with Mickey Mouse on the side. That doesn't do anything for them. Right. Now, if you find a retro clock that was built in like 1963 that has Mickey Mouse on it, that's cool. they'll take that. Yeah, yeah. So that's so my Batman collection now has been severely pared down to where I basically just have like sculptures. I've got a couple of those like or some um, uh, a friend of mine for Christmas one year, super cool, got me. He found a set of the old uh, like McDonald's glasses that had Batman on from like the 60s and 70s. Mm. And the characters are hand-painted on the glass, not each one by hand, but, you know, it's it's like actual paint on the glass. It's not like nowadays where everything is fucking... Right. You know, printed in or screened in or whatever. Um, so, like, that kind of stuff. Like, that's cool. Like, you don't often find a glass, a set of glasses with Batman shit on them from, like, the 70s. So, like, I held onto that and, like, so that kind of stuff, but... You know what's really interesting about your collection? Nothing to most people. That's why no, no one's impressed. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. JB has a ton of Batman stuff. He loves Batman, but correct me if I'm wrong. He does not own any Batman comics. He does not own any of the Batman movies. He I own, does not own the Batman TV show. I own some of the movies. Um, I do not oh, own the TV. Do. I do not own the TV series on DVD yet. And the reason for that is that wasn't available until just a few some years ago. You own some of the movies. Mm-hmm. Well, like yeah, like the Dark Knight. Like yeah, I bought I bought some of those. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because yeah. you typically don't buy movies. No, I don't. You I own Training Day. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> some some movies I yeah departed. Just, I own just in a the town I own. Um, no, I bought um yeah I bought the 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 Nolan movies I've bought on DVD. I've got those. Okay. But yeah, you're you right. I don't get them on Blu-ray now. They have Blu-ray player. <laughs> no, that was before I got the Blu-ray player. You're gonna get them on you. Blu-ray. Oh, now I think you said you have oh, the Blu-ray no, player. No. No, no, it's, I don't watch them. I mean, they sit on a shelf, you know? So what's the love about Batman? If you never watch them or you never read it. Cause I've already seen the movies like three times. I, it, Ooh. I'm not getting anything else out of them. Like, oh. There's nothing else I can get out of them. Three like, times. Yeah, I don't. Ooh. Well, training day. I've seen Ask like Brandon. How many times, times he's seen fucking star Wars. Yeah, granted. Um, so anyway, the reason we're talking about the Batman stuff was, or is, Cause we thought it'd be a cool idea to talk about fictional characters and like, kind of like, what's the, like, what's the draw? Like, what are some characters in literature, literature, Lit- literature, you fucking moron. And I'll, and I, and, 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 and I will, um, I'll let Chad opine here shortly on it. Oh, you're but, just knocking him out of the park now, aren't you? <laughs> that's the only literature one, that's, and opine. My two, three what else you got my for two, us? $3 words are gone. Yeah. Oh. And literature is not really a $3 word. So, uh, are you going to do literally at some point? You're going to say probably, literally. Yeah. Okay. So lit- literature, uh, movies, music, or not, mu- not music, <laughs> not music. <laughs> well, fictional in, characters in some ways, oh. I, you know, I'd say in some ways, some music, you know, Marilyn Manson, I would say is a fictional character. That fuck yeah, guy isn't really that crazy. Alice Cooper. Well, yeah. Alice Cooper. Kiss. Was, yeah. Those right. guys made billions of dollars on being fucking characters. Yeah. And their music's not very good on top of that. I wouldn't say. Not terribly good. No. No. Um, it's fun to listen to, but, yeah, it's, not, but it's not like the I'm, musical geniuses or anything. I'm not, I'm not, not complicated yeah. shit. I'm not going to enlist in the Kiss Army anytime soon, I can tell no, you that. No. Um, Knights so, in Satan's service. There's is that, that what it stands for? No, there's a rumor going around at one point that that's what it stood for. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know I, that. I, I, don't, I don't know the facts. I probably shouldn't open my mouth. I don't think that's what it stands for, though. I, I've I never it's heard. it's just something that someone came up with. And, and I guess I should have assumed. To get parents that, all upset, you know. Yeah, I suppose. Because they're all demonic looking and shit. Well, right. And they were around back in the heyday of uh, fucking Satan worshiping yeah. conspiracy or rumors. Yeah. You know, back in the 80s, the the Satanic Panic. You've heard of that, right? Satanic Panic. Yeah. I've never heard that. Well, because back in the... Well, I because as we all know, I watch a lot of like cult shit and that kind of weird kind of dark shit. But um, back in the 80s, there was a lot... Like Dungeons and Dragons, when that came on the... Oh, on yeah. The, on the, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Well, my son killed himself because he's playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. My kid killed himself because he listened to Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Who bit the head off of a bat. Or maybe he killed himself because he's got a crazy-ass mom. Correct. So. <laughs> well, yeah. And if you're related to Not any to of those an people. Asshole, yeah, we apologize Jesus if you're related Christ. to any of those guys. Fuck. But anyway, so yeah, back in the 80s, everyone was a, a, a Satanist, according to the, to the media. But um, 
fictional characters. So yeah, books, movies, uh, TV shows, comics, cartoons, whatever. So I, so the Batman one, I think is a good one to start with. And, and Chad was partially kidding with how much he hates Batman. I actually don't hate Batman. No, you are more of a Superman guy. I think as far as the movies are concerned. Yes. Even as far as the characters go, you're more interested in, in Superman than you are Batman. If you had to pick right or no. Yes and no. I see the, I get the draw mm-hmm. for Batman just because he's so dark, so shadowy. And that's more interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's more interesting that Batman is a regular dude right. that goes out and does this. Right. As opposed to Superman, who's just a fucking alien. And right. Right. It's kind of cheesy that he's got, right. uh, that he's got this kryptonite thing because, you know, without that, right. he'd be fucking unstoppable. Right. And, right. You know, and I get that there's not an awful lot of uh, drama if you've got a hero that is so strong that they can right. never be bitten, right. beaten, never have right. any weak spots. Right. So. Um, so yeah, so the but Batman, I grew up watching Superman, man. Yeah. Superman, no. man. <laughs> and, and some people, Hey man, I grew up watching Superman. No. And there's a draw to Superman, right? Like that's why Superman is such an icon. And that's why there's so many collectors. Jerry Seinfeld is probably the most notable one that I, that I'm aware of that are hardcore collectors of Superman stuff. And it is, it's a draw. Cause he's, he's, he, he's perfect. He's, uh, he's infallible. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he can't. He, he's, he's someone to look up to. Yeah, he's moral. He's 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 ethical. He's Batman is good. not so much correct. So I I totally get it. And now I'm anti Superman because I I I dislike Superman for the reasons you already laid out. I just think it's a little it's it's it must be rough when you're almost invincible. I mean I you know right. There's really no one on the planet that can fucking take you down. Well, okay, I. It just seems a little perfect to me. I don't get into that. I yeah. like characters that have a vulnerability somewhere. And sure. granted, his is Kryptonite, and I get that. But you can't just go buy Kryptonite at Ace Hardware and go fucking fight Superman with it. Like <laughs> right. it's not easily readily available on Earth. Yeah. Um, that being said, and I don't know if you know this backstory. Here's a little comic trivia for you. Mm. But back in the uh, in the comics, and I and I don't claim to be an expert on Batman comics because you're right. I, I I think I own one um, that I found in a collectible store. It was an older one that I thought was cool, but. Uh, so, but yeah, but in the comic series, in one of the storylines, Superman, after him and Batman became buddies, after he and Batman, after he and buddies. Batman became buddies, Superman actually gave Batman some kryptonite and told him, you need to keep this safe and hold on to it. Cause if I ever get out of control, somebody needs to be able to stop me. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yep. That's how much he trusted Batman That's and he trusted cool. Batman's morals. He's like, you're the only person I would trust to stop me. If I ever get out of control for some reason, you need to use this. Hmm. And Batman in the comics, Batman had it made into rings. He had two oh. giant rings on his fingers that had kryptonite in them, and that's when he fought Superman one of the few times I believe that I know of. Um, that's how he was able to stay in the fight. Is every punch he landed had kryptonite in it, essentially. Sure. So anyway, doesn't matter. Well, but we kind of went down a rabbit hole here. Okay. Let's just let's just follow this till the okay. end, and then we'll get back to fiction. Okay. Well, it's okay. still fictional. Yeah, characters. they're all fictional. Yeah. Okay, so. How about, what are your thoughts on the movie universes, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, and the DC Universe? Yep. I mean, obviously, Batman, Superman are both DC comics. Right. Okay. Justice League is a DC thing. Right. Growing up, I love the Justice League cartoon. Right. You know, you got Wonder Woman, you got Flash, you got all this bullshit. I've always, growing up, I've always been more partial to the DC characters, but when it comes to the movies... Marvel blows the living yep. shit out of fucking DC. I DC, mean, it's not even fucking close. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I'm not a Marvel guy. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm with you. I, uh, I've i never been a Marvel guy. I, the X-Men thing was kind of cool, but I, I got burnt out on that really fast after a couple of the movies. Like, I'm just not much of I don't even consider, though. I mean, like, the that started with Iron Man. Oh, well, okay, the Avengers group. stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I didn't like the reboots with Andrew Garfield right, right. as Peter Parker. Right, right. Um, and I don't necessarily count the X Men because Kevin. Oh fuck! What's his last name? Feig. Okay. Is that how you say it? I don't know. F e i g e. He's a producer of all okay. the modern. Okay. So like started with Iron Man and then okay. you know Iron yeah. Man two, three, yeah. Yeah. four, yeah. Avengers, all yeah. this. You know. Yeah. I no Marvel has absolutely uh, yeah no they they run the table on comic book movies. There's no doubt. Um, and they because they, they were ahead of, they were ahead of the game. They they saw they saw what was coming. They knew how to market it, and they knew how to how to make this make it all run smoothly. And you know what else happened? DC was so late in getting into this. It's that not only that they were late; they had to. So 
here here's my and i'm not the only one that thinks this so i'm not taking fucking credit for it but nolan his batman trilogy was so successful and so adored by fans and critics that warner brothers decided okay we're gonna make the whole dc universe just like batman so superman is gonna be a dark shady character in man of steel mm -hmm. he's gonna be conflicted and blah mm -hmm. blah 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 and mm -hmm. it's a stark contrast between the superman that christopher reeve played in mm -hmm. 1978 mm -hmm. the richard donner movie mm -hmm. the original one where like you said he's he's perfect mm -hmm. he's infallible mm -hmm. he's someone that everyone looks up to mm -hmm. um they tried to take these comic book heroes and there's like no humor in the movies they're dark both thematically and visually mm -hmm. so it's hard to see what the fuck is going on mm -hmm. they're trying to emulate the nolan batmans for every single character in the fucking dc universe and that's just it's too much it works for batman because that works for him as a character right and nolan's trilogy the batman trilogy is phenomenal yep. i absolutely agree that he took the right tone and that's the right tone for that character for yep. those movies yep. but that should not apply to fucking superman agreed you know Agreed. wonder woman was a great movie i actually really enjoyed wonder yeah, woman that yeah. was really good yeah um but yeah it's that that whole that whole thing there it's just it's it's not fun right you don't go into a superhero movie wanting to see a fucking dark morality tale you don't want to walk out feeling drained and depressed and right. morbid right you want to be wowed right you know and you want to laugh a few times right and that's what marvel does so well yep and it no and and no you're right and especially the laughing thing and say what you want about deadpool and oh what God. people think of that no and what a great movie that changed the game yeah, for me did. as far as comic book movies go i you've i've never seen a movie make fun of itself as much as deadpool does isn't that great it is it's hilarious and Have i you think seen logan no Ooh. they do that now, in there totally different thing they don't make fun of themselves but it's so dark and violent yeah yeah i mean wolverine as right. oh my god right that's a great you gotta see logan. yeah i've heard it was good you gotta see logan that's a um, great movie but deadpool yeah it that changed the game for me i i i and i haven't seen um i haven't seen avengers or uh infinity war yet but mm. i'm i i would like to think that and i know deadpool's not in that but I would like to think that they do some of that in there because I, you know, there's some in jokes like that. Yeah. I would assume there are. You've got to they go must. see it before some shit gets spoiled, man. Well, yeah, I haven't. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you saw it. Yeah. I, I, when we get off the show, I want to get spoiled. Okay. No. I, no, I'm I do. Not I fucking spoil. No, I love spoilers. You. I really do. I are like. You to fucking know. kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. I'll go on the internet and try to find spoilers. What? Yeah, because a lot of these movies I don't end up seeing for five, six years, and by that time it's just too late anyway. Oh man. So I'd rather just hear it right away what happens. Oh, all right anyway um so batman so going back to the fictional character thing batman the reason marvel marvel uh, marvel characters are fictional movies. characters so no i'm just saying oh, oh. that wasn't a complete sidetrack oh, no, because you're right. marvel no, you're characters right. are right. fictional you're characters right. you're right you're right okay but we got into the movies and we what did. movies are better and okay, i said right. we we're gonna we're right. gonna go yeah. off to the side yeah. a little yeah. bit so but it's not like we totally left the no. subject matter you piece we weren't of talking shit. about like chocolate no right <laughs> um, well, doesn't chocolate sound good right god now, it does like I'll, i've been I thinking about ice cream for like the last five minutes um so batman the reason i so the reason i started collecting batman stuff is for the reasons that you already laid out the the biggest thing for me okay i and i know it's all fiction right of course of course but let's put that aside because this is a show about fictional characters so let's put aside to the fact that he's got billions and billions of dollars let's put aside to the fact that he's got an iq fucking through the roof right like put all that to the side but mm -hmm. the 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 tale of him and how he came to be who he is and the parents dying and gotham city being such a shithole and a fucking so you think cesspool. he has a really strong uh a uh, origin story yeah well yeah and i think you anybody would almost have to agree right like it he's a superhero that came from uh, i don't think it would have taken much for him to go the other way right like you're a bill you're a billionaire your parents get shot in front of you mm -hmm. you've got no family left Mm -hmm. You've got a butler who's your best friend in your only family, and he's not even related to you. Right. He's just the guy that fucking makes food for you and cleans your room. What would have stopped Bruce Wayne from ended up being just a, a recluse and just fucking living on an island somewhere and never... Right? He's got the money. Right. He doesn't do the Batman thing to make money. You don't make money doing that. Yeah. In theory. Unless he's doing endorsement deals with like Nike, which Could he be. might be doing. Yeah. Like, I, you know, <laughs> who knows at this point. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Under Armour's making his boots. I have no idea, but that would be a funny take on that. <laughs> they should do that in Deadpool. They should make endorsement. Yeah, no shit, they should. He walks out with a fucking Nike swoosh right. on his fucking, on his fucking. Uni. Ryan Reynolds can like point to the logo and be like, Nike. 
Good for me too, or whatever. <laughs> fucking go out to the movie, that'd be funny. You know what? That's a great fucking <laughs> that's idea. A really good idea. Because that's a awesome. Deadpool kind of thing. They're yeah, making fun of a Deadpool yeah. movie endorsements. It absolutely would be. Um, Nike. Actually, he'd put the Nike swoosh right on his ass. Yeah. Right. 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 And then like, <laughs> or it's a great or the idea. Victoria's Secret endorsement. It would say pink. Yeah. Right on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great idea. Um. <laughs> So Batman, you know, what, what would have stopped? You know, he didn't, he he wasn't too far from going the other direction, right? Like he got into doing what he's doing to find the person that killed his parents. And then it got to the point where in his mind, it transformed into, I'm going to fight for those who don't have, who can't fight for themselves. Like, right. Yeah. Like I'm going to clean up Gotham city. Like I'm going to make this a good place to live again. I'm yeah. going to make this what it used to be back when I was a kid. It, you know, it was a, it, a decent place to live, not the shithole it is now. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got into to what he's doing. So uh, that's why I'm so intrigued by him. One is that he's a regular fucking human being. Uh, uh, tell me, give me another superhero that is just a regular person that puts on a costume and fucking goes out and kicks ass. Tony Stark. Well, kind of. Yeah, I guess. But he's got the heart thing, the little fucking thing in his. Oh, but that doesn't give him well, power. I guess right. you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because that doesn't give him any superpowers. It's just a part of what keeps him alive. Right. But it's his suit and his money that makes him. Yeah, you're right. Good point. You got me. So yeah, Stark, I guess, would be one. But there's not very many of them. No, I there guess aren't. let's just say that. I mean, it, it's just few. Most and far people between. are magical or aliens or whatnot. Right. Yeah. And it, or they and, got bit by radioactive spider. Right. And that's by design because yeah. most normal mortal human beings, me and you aren't able to put on a suit and go out and fucking fight crime and take on four dudes at a time. Yeah, I've tried it. It doesn't work. No. You get laughed at mostly. Yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't even beat you up. They just felt bad. They're like, dude, just go home. We're not even going to fight you. Like, just You and I dressed up as Batman and Robin at a Halloween. We did one night. At a Halloween party once. Yeah, I remember that. We got a lot of laughs. We did get a lot of laughs. <laughs> we did get a lot of laughs. I had to wear, I had to wear a sock. Yeah. I'd roll up a sock and put yeah. it down in my... Uh, you know junk drawer yeah yeah <laughs> no you're right we did do that that was fun that spandex was tight <laughs> yeah um so yeah so uh. the batman thing that's why i'm so intrigued he's one he's a regular human being and two just he he wants justice so bad and he the people that he goes up against and that he's fighting against are so like the joker specifically i guess is, is probably the best example because the, sh- the joker depending on what storyline you want to follow and what movie you want to watch or, or whatever granted the campy 1960s tv series the joker was more of a clown right i mean yeah. you know but that was that was what that show was That's what the show was. nobody was really yeah. that evil on that show right but yeah i mean you watch the joker from the dark knight mm. we're talking about different levels of fucking evil here like mm-hmm. we're talking about a genius who is putting all of his energy and intelligence into making the world fucking anarchy just chaos right um so the people that the people that batman is fighting against they probably deserve to be killed at some point right like but batman's got this conflict in his head like he wants to rid the world of bad people and he wants to get rid of evil but he he can't bring himself to actually finish the job yeah because he doesn't believe in killing that's where he and superman are so much alike and that no i know and that's that conflict is so intriguing to me or every superhero, I guess, is like that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... Well, except for Deadpool. Well, Deadpool, yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> is a little different in all the ways, I guess. Yeah, but, right. um, Ryan I, Reynolds is the perfect actor for oh, that, God, by the way. Oh, God. And I know everyone that always says that. perfect casting. Everyone always says that. Like, oh, you know... Uh, uh, Robert uh, Downey Jr. is perfect for Tony Stark. And right. he is. Well, yeah, but until they casted someone else in it. And then we would say that about that guy, right? right? Like we don't, there's not really a way to know, but no, I agree. I can't think of anyone that's more suited for Deadpool than Ryan Reynolds. That's awesome. I mean, he's yeah. got the body he's, for it. He's got he's the build for great. it. He's a, you know, he's got the fucking, uh, he's got the right personality. Yeah. For it. Right. He's raunchy. And, and yeah. based on his past movies, everyone expects him to be funny and sarcastic and kind yep. of a prick. And he yep. plays it perfectly. Absolutely. Well, just like, just like Stark does in, in the Iron Man stuff. Yeah. We expect that when we hear that voice, we expect him to be fucking witty and assholey and cynical and he assholey. is assholey. <laughs> so yeah, I, that's the kind of characters I, and you know, I'm not breaking any news. That's what most people want in a fictional character is there's a conflict that they're always battling. There's something that they're dealing with, right? Mm. Whether it's their own demons or it's their past or it's something they're fighting against, whether they're good or bad. Right. Right. I, I that to me spells success for fictional characters. So ba- that's why Batman intrigued me so much. And you can, I think you can go and there's a million characters like that though. Right. Uh, 
Darth Vader to an extent, mm-hmm. right? Couldn't you couldn't you say that about him? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He had conflict. Are you a big fan of Darth Vader? Well, when it comes to the Star Wars movies, I'm actually my my the the character I admire the most are the royal uh, royal guards, uh, the mm-hmm. emperor's guards. Not not but on I've, solo. But I've never seen them talk, so I don't really know what their conflict oh. is. If they even have one, they probably don't. They probably would prefer blue over red. Well, that's probably their main conflict. I. You don't like Han Solo, huh? Not, not, not entirely. Really? No, I. He's okay. I I don't idolize him as, idolize him as much as a lot of people do. No, I don't. Hmm. He's a guy who flies spaceships around and he tries <laughs> to be funny. I, I, no, just. I, <laughs> I guess you know in the Star Wars universe he's just he's so and I guess you can say that he's kind of got the Batman thing going for him he's in a story full of people that have superpowers essentially Mm -hmm. and he's the only one that doesn't and I guess that's kind of similar right yeah he's surrounded by Jedi and fucking Sith and fucking aliens and monsters yeah he's the only guy who's just a guy Although, so, you know, some of the aliens would see him as an alien though well yeah granted it depends on what what planet he's on of course he's on Hoth yeah Wait, what? That didn't even make sense. That didn't even make sense. <laughs> I was going to say Tatooine and Moss Eisley. Yeah, Hoth wouldn't yeah. make sense. Uh, what happened? I had to readjust my chair. My ass gets kind of sore. Oh, is your ass hurting? Well, you want me to massage it? No. Would you like me to massage your ass? No, but. Um, with my dick? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just. just God, gross. Yeah, so, it's kind of gross. Um. So yeah, give you know what. So the so the Vader, I think Vader's got the con that conflict. He's mm. evil and he fucking kills and he's fucking he he wants the fucking dark side to fucking run the show. But somewhere in there, he knows what he used to be. Mm. Seems to me, right? You're more of an expert than I am, but that's what I get out of it. He knows what he used to be. He knows that there's good out there. Right, but it takes his his son, right, for him to actually see right, that. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I would say another character who I've always kind of thought that way about, uh, of that conflict is Tony Soprano for those who watch the Sopranos. Mm. He's, I thought I got, I'll tell you, I love the Sopranos. Yeah. My it's favorite TV show of all time. Show. It's my favorite TV show of all time. Do you own it? Yes. Credit you. Or Oh, that's right. You. Yeah. I bought it all from you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You bought all the DVDs mm-hmm. when I upgraded to Blu-ray, didn't yep. you? Yeah. That's right. I shouldn't have bust, tried to bust your balls there because I yeah, totally I do own about it. that. You yeah. Got, I, have you I, ever uh, watched it? Uh, not all of it. No, oh. no. I think I got through like first two seasons and then I lost track of it. And I oh, haven't. so you didn't even get to Ralphie's Cifaretto in oh, season three. Me. No, but you've seen the whole series. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sopranos, uh, my favorite TV show of all time. And, and Tony Soprano wasn't even my favorite character on that show. It was. And, and honestly. Drum roll. It was Syl. Really? Yeah. I thought it was Polly Walnuts. No, no, it was Syl. Sill. Yeah, I loved Sill. Really? I yeah. thought it was Polly. No. Okay. No, I, uh, no, Polly, I, I got a fucking laugh. I, I laughed at him all fucking. He was yeah, fucking hilarious. Yeah, he was. Uh, and he kind of had that, um, those fucking wingtips, man. <laughs> he, those he was fucking silver wingtips. He was kind of like, hair, he was kind of like the Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. Like, he was kind of the one who's always talking and has got something to say. Kind of wisecracking, kind of <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, he said a lot. Of, you know, he was funny. But I no, I'm a Sill guy. I kind of like Sill really? for the. He didn't say a whole lot, but he fucking. You kind of got the feeling by watching him walk around that he could fucking. He knew his. He kind knew, of like, a badass. Yeah, he could take care of some shit. Yeah. And it was kind of. I thought it was cool that he owned the strip joint. Like, what a perfect place to hang yeah. out for a mob group for that a would mob be a family. Bad place, would no. It? Yeah. Um. And yeah, the way Tony, he talks is awesome. Yeah. Right. But no, Tony Soprano. Talk about conflict. Are you kidding me? Like right. that came up all the time in that show. Uh, he's a mob boss, but he's got kids, right? Like mm. he knows what it, wh- he, he. And he has panic attacks. Right. Which is weird for somebody that's in that position, right? Like when you think head of a crime family, you don't think of anxiety. Mm. <laughs> like you think of a guy who's just fucking smooth and cool, right? You don't think of someone that has mommy issues. No. And that's so interesting about the way the Sopranos played that. I thought, yeah, I, you know, I just, agreed. I would have never seen that coming. Um, so while he's, and they and they would talk and he would have these struggles in his head. Either they would show it through his dreams or through his his sessions with the therapist, you know, where he would have to kill somebody or, or have someone killed, but they had kids or they had a family, and you could watch him struggle with that, like because he understood, like he knew what he was taking from from them. 
but he also had that conflict of, but this is business, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't let this guy get away with this because it will ruin my reputation. But at the same time, I, I can't, I, I don't really want to have to deal with killing him either. One of my favorite episodes was college. Remember that one? Not right. Not from the title. Okay. What? Where he took uh um, meadow meadow he took her to go look at colleges and one. stuff yep. and he sees this guy yep. that was out on the lamb yep. and yep. he takes a takes a fucking u-turn and yep i remember that one fucking kills the guy yep. at that trailer he strangled him didn't he yeah strangled yeah. him I remember strangled that. his ass yeah yeah no and that's just that's like a, the perfect example of yeah. the conflict between his professional life and his personal yeah. life great like episode and, and tony you know <laughs> he slept with a lot of broads you know, I mean, he, you know he got around a little bit yeah but at the end of the day, he he adored his kids. Like he wanted them to have a and good life. And he adored life. his wife. Yeah, and he wanted them to he have a good life. He lost his ship when they broke up. Yeah, right. So, but that, but he, but he was still willing to go out and sleep with anything with a pulse. Yeah, <laughs> right. He was still willing to get fucking to get head from fucking strippers at the fucking strip club every fucking every other episode or whatever. Right. right? <laughs> uh, he would, you know, um, he would kill people that had kids. You know, so. It was just so odd. He was such. A, he was so interesting to me. Mm. Like there was this darkness inside him, but I still. But I, you almost feel like he's a guy that you would like to hang out with, right? But that's the case with a lot of characters, isn't it? Like a lot of oh, fictional yeah. characters, you Absolutely. feel that way about. Um, Sopranos is the one of the big ones I think of. Like I just feel like I could like I could hang out with that guy, but in reality, I don't. I probably couldn't because there's parts of him that would come through, and I'd be like, oof, right? I, that's not who I am. Like, <laughs> right. So I don't know. I just I just think that's interesting, but yeah. So Soprano and Batman are probably my two biggest ones that I I'm so intrigued by as far as you know. And I suppose I'm not. I won't, but because I've, I've been doing all the talking. But I suppose if you wanted to get into fucking complex characters, you could get into Joker from The Dark Knight. That'd be an easy one to get into. Not sure. as far as conflict between good and evil, but just the layers of him. And we never explored. Got to explore those because he died. Well, he wasn't, yeah, I don't think he was going to be in the third movie anyway, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I heard I diff- I've heard so. different rumors. Oh, yeah, I don't really? know. I heard rumors oh. that they wanted to bring him in. That's why they left him alive at the end of the other one. And then well, what heard- about so? What about Michael Corleone though? There's a complex character yeah. from yeah. The Godfather. Yeah. Now, if you take three out of it, I'm not a big fan of Godfather three. I'm more about one and two. I see those as basically one movie. But Michael Corleone, man, I mean. Godfather one, he wanted nothing to do with the fucking family business. And yeah. then when they try to assassinate his dad, he fucking loses his shit and yeah. fucking kills those guys in the restaurant and yeah. then ends up having his own fucking brother killed. Yeah. And by the end of fucking by the end of two, he's just sitting alone in the you know, when Fredo gets it out mm-hmm. in the boat, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, holy shit. And he's losing his wife and his fucking kids and he's turned into this goddamn fucking monster. Yep. And he wanted nothing to do with it at the beginning. Right. right. And that's just two movies. Yep. I mean, you talk about Sopranos. That is something that is accomplished over, right. you right. know, six, if you break season six into part one and two, a total of seven seasons. Right. This is two fucking movies. Granted, they were long movies, mm-hmm. but holy shit. Yeah. The fucking amount of yeah. ground that, that that covers. Right. No, you're right. No, you're right. And that, I, I, uh, and isn't that interesting when you have characters that are forced to do something that they didn't, because you've seen that, you've seen that kind of stuff before. Uh, and I'm trying to think of examples off the top of my head, but, um, you know, examples where, Oh, you know what an example would be would be uh, Gladiator, right? With Russell Crowe and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, sure. He he was a farmer. He didn't want to. He didn't. Yeah. He wasn't trying to fight the government. He wasn't trying to Don't take try over. To do anything he wasn't trying until, to collapse like a king. Yeah. He was a farmer living his own life until like, the he was dying out wish in the was to put him in charge, and he's like, oh fuck, right? Because <laughs> yeah. he was wasn't isn't that the story? He was like he was a retired general. Right yeah, for the Roman that was army, his last battle, and he yeah. was ready to go home. Yeah, and, he was going to spend the rest of his life. Yeah, raising fucking his, Caesar his, said, "My son is not. Yep. cannot have the throne, yep. and, or not the throne, but the crown, or right. whatever the fuck right. they said." And they right. said he wants it to be you. And, right, that's and a guy he felt who the duty that he had had to do. He it was and, forced into it. Yeah. Uh, well, and he didn't actually do it, but then Joaquin well, Phoenix heard the news and he killed right, his dad. Right. No one else knew that he had appointed Maximus right, as the right, next ruler. So right. then, you know. No, there, I guess there's more to it, but that's, that's an example, I guess, kind of where somebody who that this isn't my fight. Like, this isn't my thing. Like, why am I, I don't want to be a part of this. Mm. I know I've seen other characters that have had that situation. I can't think of them now, of course. 
Yeah. Ah, damn I'm, it. I'm, I'm, anyway, yeah. but everyone knows what I'm talking about. Like that's always interesting to me when somebody who's just, they, they, they didn't ask for, um, they didn't ask for any of this, but now they're being forced into it and now they have to do what they have to do. Right. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, so I don't know, I, I, you know, but then if you talk about, so I guess that's, that's, that's examples, I guess, of bad guys. So do you have any good guys? I love Indiana Jones. Okay. You're looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. No, I'm not. I'm looking at, no, I'm curious to hear what you love about him. Is it just, is Honestly, it because he's on I the love, wild adventures? I love or? anything that's Harrison Ford pretty much just because yeah. I grew up watching and idolizing everything that Harrison Ford did. That's why yeah. I love Han Solo so much because right. he played him perfectly. Right. No, I love Indiana Jones because he's, he's kind of like got the Batman thing going on where he's a normal dude. He's just this dude that hates the fucking Nazis and all he wants is to get these artifacts into museums, but all these people yeah. are trying to fuck shit up Yeah, and he's just resourceful Yeah, and all the craziness that's going on around him. He just kind of keeps his cool or keeps his calm and mm -hmm. just does what needs to needs to do. And he's got a great fucking sense of humor. Yeah. You know, he cares about people, but he's kind of selfish. Yeah. At the same time, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I've always, I've always dug him as a character. And mm -hmm. a lot of that again is Harrison Ford, the right, way he plays right. him. Now, so I guess I, I need to correct what I said. So we haven't all done bad guys. Batman was a good guy and he's, we talked about him a lot, but so yeah, no, I know. I, I get what you're saying. So I think it's easier for me. It's easier to come up with bad guys who are intriguing yes. characters than good guys. Absolutely. Um, Bad guys are typically a lot more complex yep. than heroes. Yep. And that's why I didn't realize this until I got older. But the reason I liked Superman so much as a kid was because of Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor. Okay. Yeah. You know, I yeah. didn't realize it at the time. I just loved Superman for who, for who he was. But Lex Luthor was such a great adversary. Yeah. yeah. That. It was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about the villain. And that's yep. when you look at. <laughs> When you look at the Dark Knight, the reason the Dark Knight is considered the best of Nolan's trilogy is because it had the best fucking villain yep, by right. far. Yeah, it's not even close. Nope. Bane and Scarecrow don't even hold a nope. candle to fucking Joker. Nope. You're right. And yeah, yeah and that's like in the New Avengers, Thanos is amazing. He's such a. It's practically his movie. Right. And it's a great. And I know I'm talking about a movie you haven't seen yet, but yeah. he's a he's a great fucking character, mm -hmm. and he just because the stakes are so high and he is such a complicated character and multi-dimensional character it it again it raises the stakes and it makes you actually care about what the avengers are trying to accomplish mm -hmm. and but you also understand where the bad guy is coming from so every great adventure is really marked by the bad guy because mm -hmm. if well, you have a weak villain right you kind of have nothing right which is why people love playing the villains right Silence of the Lambs. I keep right. interrupting you. I know you're wanting to say something. No, no, no. Keep, go ahead. Yeah. You know, again, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. One of the reasons that movie is so great is because of Anthony Hopkins is right. great as fucking Hannibal Lecter. Right. What a villain. Yeah. You know? And it, and it, and that, and everyone likes, a lot of people like to cheer for the bad guy, right? Like that's just kind of, yeah. I don't know if that's a thing that we do in America. I don't know if other countries or other cultures uh, kind of are that way, but in America, in this country, yeah. <laughs> uh, Throwback to a few good men. Um, but in America, we've always, um, and I, you know, and I, maybe I'm making more out of it than it is, but I don't know if it goes back to our roots of, we always, you know, Americans want to not do things like everyone else and we want to buck the system and we kind of like to do our own thing. Yeah, don't we? We're not going metric. We're not going to learn your language. We're not gonna, <laughs> right. you know, so maybe that's where it comes, where it comes from. But it seems like we like to cheer. We kind of like the bad guy in this country, right? Like we, we, Tony Soprano is what made that show and he was fucking evil, yeah, but absolutely. a lot of people really liked him. I really liked him. Yeah. I felt an attachment to him. I not, a not, I'm not trying to be crazy, but you, you, well, you feel connect with him. You feel a, a connection with someone. Right. And like I said, I feel like he would be a cool guy to hang out with. And people are like, are you kidding me? He's a fucking murdering mob boss. Yeah. But there's a part there's of more him, to him. Right. Than, yeah. There's right. more to him than that. And I think that's what makes it so interesting is when you have characters that are pure fucking evil, but you still look at him like, God, he's pretty cool though. <laughs> right? right. Like, Oh, uh, he seems like, so he seems like a decent dude. It's just, he kills a lot of people. <laughs> well, and, and that's <laughs> right. Like that's hard. Right. And that's why that was the brilliance of, of the Sopranos though, is the first time, the first scene 
of that whole series is him in the psychiatrist's office. So you're already kind of sympathetic to him. And it's like the same with Michael Corleone. The first time you see him, he's an outsider so that you're on their good side. And right. I know you didn't watch it, but Breaking Bad, the same thing, Walter White, you see him as this downtrodden fucking high school science teacher that has a kid that has a disability and all, all this bullshit. So you relate to him. Yeah. And because you're, you get on their side, then suddenly they start doing all this monstrous shit, yeah. but you're still kind of rooting for the yeah. bad guy. Yeah. And then you have to start thinking about your own fucking values yeah. and morals and shit like yeah. that. And it's just, it's just, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And you then know, it's you're just, actually participating in, in the art as opposed yeah. to just like watching a movie. You yeah. know, you're actually a participant because you're thinking about it. You're like, you well, what would I do? In the yeah, you, you do. You care what happens to that person. Absolutely. And then you question yourself because you care and you don't want that person to get fucked over and you know that that person is a fucking monster yeah. at this point. Yeah. Tony Soprano deserves to be dead. Yes. But at the end of that whole series, and I'm not spoiling anything, you if you haven't seen it right now, you're not going to, but at the end of that series, that it drove me, I well, one, as we've discussed, I think in other shows, Americans just hate having endings that aren't fucking clean, clean cut. Like we need clean endings on our movies. Here I in this country. love the ending of the Sopranos. I, I fucking hated it. I didn't initially. Yeah. I didn't like it initially, yeah. but over time I really liked it. I fucking hate it. Why? I need closure. I need to know what happens. I can't handle that. He got whacked. How the fuck do you know? He got whacked. How do you know? Okay. Yeah. See, that's the to, thing. You're no, going to no, give me this theory no, no, based no, no, on what no, you no. observed. No, 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 no. Okay. David Chase. That's his name, right? creator of the show uh, yes yes he had said that even though tony soprano was a monster um he had said that he could never shoot a death scene that would give that character justice so he didn't want to cheapen a death scene by showing him okay. getting his brains blowed out or okay. something like that so okay. he actually said something like that oh now on top of that a couple episodes before the last episode yeah. sill is in this restaurant yeah. and they were talking about how when it happens meaning yeah. if you get whacked you right. probably wouldn't even hear it right 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 they're sitting there having this conversation right and all of a sudden you see blood splattering across their faces because someone right next to them got whacked and you don't hear the gunshot mm -hmm. right you don't hear that mm -hmm. so that just drove home the point of when sill was saying i bet right, when it happens right. you don't hear it right okay right, right. the last scene mm -hmm. in the whole fucking series yeah it's all about based on point of view it yeah. shows tony yeah the door opens you hear the you yeah. hear the bell tony looks up you see the door you see who walks in yep okay yep so, and, and the way the cadence of every shot, every point of view follows that rule throughout yep. that whole fucking scene. Yep. Yep. The one time the camera actually moves is the door opens, the bell rings, Tony looks up, you see this guy in a members only jacket walk in. Yep. This time the camera does not remain static. The guy walks past the table, the, ta the camera moves. Yep pivots spins around so that you see the sopranos in a side shot you yep. see the guy go into the restroom which is behind tony right so you know that that guy has a vantage point behind tony right right and then the then it goes back to the normal cadence right right where it's showing tony's point of view and all this stuff meadow is trying to park the car the music is building up right they're eating the onion rings and all this stuff tony's looking down the door opens meadow is running towards the door she opens the door the bell rings tony looks up goes to black the right. next shot should have been what tony sees right the very next shot should have been tony's point of view it went right. black you didn't hear anything because he got whacked he didn't see anything that's oh, genius that's genius right yeah no that's good that's good right it's good that that's way good. he gets whacked that's good. but you don't cheapen you don't have this really cheesy scene where he gets his brains blowed out mm -hmm. because blowed out blown out because as much as he deserves that mm -hmm. people actually like tony and they don't want to see that mm -hmm. but they also know that he needs to die he needs his comeuppance mm -hmm. and that's a perfect way to do it it's an off-screen death and they 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 did it perfectly okay i didn't dig I'm it right it. away I, i'll it. tell you i didn't dig it right away yeah because when it just cut to black i'm like okay what's next and then it just hung on that mm -hmm. And it just sat there and mm -hmm. sat there. And then the credits started. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then I went back and I watched it, the last scene again. Mm -hmm. And I went back and I watched the last scene again. And I'm like, well, fuck. I'm kind of digging this a little bit, but I don't know why. Then I watched the whole season again. Mm -hmm. And then I started reading about all this shit oh. and what David Chase had said. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. This totally makes okay. sense. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll buy that. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Well, that's closure. That's what I needed. Isn't I needed. That a, isn't that a great I need a convincing it? argument of what and what happened there. You yeah, know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. 
Okay, yeah, I'm with you on that. How We're do we good. Get, how did we get started on this? I have no idea. Oh, you talked about how we need closure on endings. No. Yeah, I talked about. Oh, we were talking about how bad guys always tend to tend to make better characters than good guys. Yeah. Oh, and how and we measure the quality right, of a right. of a hero by the by the quality of the bad guy and his right, adversary. Right. Right. Oh, and I think what I was getting at with the Soprano thing was, I didn't. I don't want to see. I like. I I wouldn't have wanted. And he, he, you nailed it. I wouldn't want to see Tony get get killed. Mm-hmm. I cared about that character. Right. Even I I wanted him to keep living. I wanted him to keep doing what he's doing. Well, but but I a shouldn't. part of you knows that he, he no, right. deserved to get yeah, whacked. Yeah, for sure. But you don't want to see it. No, you're right. I don't. Right. So that, that <coughs> you're right. That nailed it. Yeah. Um. So I guess I think what I was getting at was, isn't that interesting though, that somebody who can be that fucking vile and that fucking much of a criminal and that much of a thug, but at the end of the day, I need them to keep doing what they're doing. Right. Because I like them. <laughs> right. I like the bad guy. Well, it's like people like horror movies because they live through the, they live vicariously through that. They can get scared and they can, you know, without actually losing anything themselves. So then they they can look at what it would be like to live life as a criminal, to be, you know, on the other side of the law and they can live vicariously through that without actually having to deal with the ramifications or the, you know, anything to act, if if they're actually do that themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy is a good example. It's a good example of it. Yeah. Those guys were fucking awful people. Yeah. But. Yeah. I liked them. Yeah. It's weird. You, you, I felt an attachment to them. And I told him, well, and we know about my obsession with being part of a club. Right. Right. Like, believe me. You mentioned that. Watching that show, I was like, man, I could fucking do that. I could be <laughs> one of those guys. But yeah. Well, it, that's because, and they stole this, not stole it, but I mean, it's the same conceit. Well, Sopranos, same conceit as it, it all goes back to like The Godfather. You see, The Godfather was very clear. You don't see it from the outside looking in. You start within the Corleone family. You start inside Don Corleone's office at at his daughter's wedding. So your point of view is limited. So you're seeing everything from that family's point of view. You're not starting. It would have been a completely different thing if the Godfather was the, it started off on an investigator that was looking into the Corleones. Right. Right, or the right. Corleones, or however you want to say it. Right, right, And right. that's the same thing the Sopranos did. You start in the psychiatrist's office with Tony Soprano, yeah. with this guy who's kind of a sympathetic character right off the bat. You look at it from the inside looking right. out, same with Sons of Anarchy. Right. They talked about, I mean, they brought in like the law enforcement officer, I can't remember what his name was, the sheriff that yeah. was kind of colluding yeah. with them and right. all that stuff because he just didn't have a, have a spine to stand up to right. him and he knew the family and whatnot. Right, right. But you're still seeing it all from the yeah, point of view right. of the biker gang. You see what they're struggling with and you feel for them. Right. Like, oh because man, I bet that is tough. I bet yeah, that's hard to deal with. Yeah, your view is limited. Right. You're, you're seeing it as they see it because right. they grew up in that environment. Right. That's all they know. Right. So you're seeing it from the same vantage point that they're seeing it. Right. So you're automatically going to be sympathetic towards it. Right. So then imagine if they would have taken, if they would have changed the perspective of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. What if you saw everything from the perspective of that family? Yeah. Then you might be exactly. like, you know what? I'd have cut her up too. These fucking kids. <laughs> Fucking making noise, banging down my doors. Yeah. Yeah. Stop exactly. fucking stop fucking with us and we'll stop butchering kids. That's right. Get off my get off my fucking yeah. lawn. Yeah. <laughs> so that you're right. That makes perfect sense. Imagine if you flipped the perspective of uh, any number of movies. Right? right, like that. You're and right, and that's what makes a great villain. Is that when you yeah. flip the perspective, you can actually understand their motivations. Yeah. That is what makes a great villain. Is yeah. someone that actually you can. They're human. You can actually be like, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I I get it. It makes right. sense. There's a real motivation. They didn't have a choice. They were forced right. into this. Yeah. They are doing it because they have to. Yeah. But if you flip that perspective, all of a sudden now they're a monster and they need to be stopped. And, you know, stopped. Uh-huh. And isn't that interesting? Yeah. And that never even occurred to me until we just started. There's a just great, there's a great cracked article. It's not an article. I think it's a collection of memes, but there's something on crack that is like that. It's like uh, famous movies if seen from the vantage point of the villains or something like that. And it has stuff like that in there. It is fucking, you should look that up. Yeah. It is it, very entertaining. That's, it's interesting to think of it that way. And I, I, and now I'm running movies through my head of the perspectives that you could get from well, like the Joker from the Dark Knight. Imagine if you'd have if that movie would have started with him as a child and seeing what he had to deal with. Yeah, and then this asshole Batman always fucking with his plans. Right, right. <laughs> right. Like he was this fucking vigilante that's always out fucking with his shit. Because the Joker, 
you know, uh, you know, and the idea you get from the film is that, you know, the world kind of threw him away, right? Like he, nobody cared yeah. if he lived or died. Nobody cared who he was. Yeah. He was a nobody, which is how he grew up to be fucking, you know, the Joker and no one knows his name and no one, you know, no identifying documents. His clothes were handmade. He didn't have any finger, you know, his fingerprints weren't in the system, blah, blah, blah. They mm-hmm. talked about that in the movie when they're, when they, after they arrested him. Yeah. Um, so if you were looking at it from his perspective, the world shit on him. Yeah. Society shit on him. They left him in the gutter. So then if you look at it from that perspective and you think about all the bad things, all the times he was victimized by different characters or whatever. Oh, I don't know if I blame him so much. Fuck right. the world. You're the I joker. I want to watch it burn. Yeah. The right. world shit on me. Fuck you. <laughs> that's no, it's great. Yeah. I've never, it's never occurred to me that, that you could do that, I guess. Yeah. That's interesting. And, and, and I want, and that makes you, and I, I'm, I'm fucking not, I'm the last guy that would ever try to write a movie, but it almost makes you wonder if like when writers sit, you know, when the writer gets the idea for a film, if that's something he has to spend some time thinking about, like what perspective do I want to take? Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that, cause it, that can make your movie completely different. What right. do I want the audience to get out of this? Do I want them to be... Yeah, the point of view. To buy whatever the audience or? is relating to, it makes right. all the difference in the fucking world. Right, right. That's fascinating. Yeah, it never even occurred to me. Yeah. Huh. It was like... Uh, oh, damn it. When I was talking about the Joker, I thought of someone else that I was... Shit. I can't remember who it was. Anyway. Um, all right, cool. Yeah. That it? I mean, I feel like we, we covered some ground. I think we covered some ground. Um... Still don't understand why you don't like Breaking Bad, but whatever. And at someday, someday I'm going to stop busting your balls on that one. Well, if I'm unemployed long enough, I'll probably end up watching it because I'll run out of everything else. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched every UFO documentary on Netflix. I'm pretty sure I've seen them all. Uh... So I'm getting uh, to the point where I'm starting to get desperate for Well, good. Here's hoping you don't find a job before you can watch Watch Breaking Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah. Um... So yeah, the Prattofield at gmail.com. If you want to let us know, if you have uh, thoughts on our character show. Yeah. Um, maybe we're complete idiots. Maybe we got it all wrong. We probably did. Maybe Chad made up all the Soprano stuff off the, on the fly and <laughs> sold me some, a bill of goods. And now I'm an idiot. And if I, I did make him. all that shit up, I'm pretty goddamn smart. You are. Cause that would be, that would be incredible. That'd be something cuff. just, that'd be something pretty yeah. impressive just to pull out of my ass, which yeah. I did not. Uh, so yeah, if you want to let it, if you want to let us know what you think, we'll, we'll listen. Um, Otherwise, I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay. I wanted to belch one more time, but I don't have any more. You had a lot of them tonight. Yeah. But they were all kind of weak. Well, not for me. They're not because I have headphones on and they blast into my ear. Oh, well, that's good then. I feel feel grad. I feel glad. I feel Happy that you could do that? I'm happy that I could blast your ears with my fucking belches. Um, Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.